Welcome everyone to the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Witcher, and today we're going to talk about why special needs parents really dislike remote learning. You know, there are some surface reasons why we know remote learning is frustrating in our special needs community. We know that it's difficult to really, you know, tune in to that Chromebook for hours and hours and hours. We know that it's difficult to go without hands-on services from the occupational therapist who's been working directly with a student on learning how to open up their lunch containers or how to write their name. We know that it's difficult to have speech therapy across a screen and not be able to have that in-person communication and full hands-on experience. We understand all of that. But for those of you that don't know, I'm a special needs sibling and my brother is in his 40s. He has Down syndrome. So I grew up watching my brother make progress. I grew up watching him reach milestones. I grew up watching him struggle to really do things that came easy for me and for my friends. I went to school to become a special education teacher, and I did that for a few years. I have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree, and I was all in. In fact, I was the teacher that said, you know, if a student was struggling in another teacher's room, I was like, send them over, send them over. You know what? Let's get through these struggles. No matter how long it took, no matter what tools I needed to find, I was going to help this child make progress, but it didn't happen quickly. You see, these next three months of remote learning. For some school districts, it's six weeks of remote learning that's up and coming here in the fall. It's not about the six weeks, which is, you know, what, 42 days, which is what maybe, you know, 30 days of actual instruction that would be happening. It's not about the remote learning for those 30 days. It's about the work that went into making progress before all of this happened and the fear of how much work is going to have to happen to just get back to where we were. And it's the hopes and the dreams of parents who saw their child making progress and maybe you know, having some momentum in some areas before this whole shutdown started and thinking it took us years to get to this place where we were in a good place and we we're making progress and there was momentum and we had the right things in, in place. And it took years to get to the right school or it took years to get to the right therapist. It took years to get to the right solution. And now it all disappeared. So it's not about the 30 days. It's about how are we going to really get back on track when it took us so long to get to where we were? And then how far back is this going to put us? Because for some students who perhaps are not on IEP, they're going to be able to kind of jump back in. They're going to be with their peers. And, um, you know, everybody's kind of learning at the same pace and the same thing. And they're all working towards a common goal. 
Well, in special education, we don't do that. We have very individualized programs that we worked really hard to figure out what are these priorities of this IEP. We worked really hard to figure out what is an appropriate education and all of that disappeared. We worked really hard to make sure a child's unique needs were being addressed and that we were preparing a child for further education, employment, and independent living. And right now we have no idea what that looks like. What does employment look like right now? Because the jobs that we were preparing for may not even exist when our students who are in special education and we're getting prepared for the future, those jobs may not even exist when it's time to transition from school into the real world. What does further education look like? What does you know independent living look like? We don't know. What we do know is that it took a lot of effort to get to where we were and everything stopped. And now it feels like it's stopping again. And we're scared, not just for these next 30 days in our special needs community, we're scared for the next 30 years and the long-term impact of how far behind are we going to be when we get back to whatever normal is going to be. Now, a lot of times we can talk about you're not going to be behind. You're going to make progress in a lot of different areas. You're going to have more progress in some areas like independent living. You're going to have more progress in many uh, different opportunities that are coming about. Yes, we have different things that are happening. I get all of that. I get that there are silver linings everywhere. But if you are not in the special needs community as a parent and you haven't worked through this, Lean in real hard and listen when I say the anger, the fear, the disappointment, the frustration that is happening is not about the shutdown right now. It's about what it took to get to where we're going. It's about how everything has stalled and what is it going to take to get back up and running again to get back to where we were and then how far is it going to set us behind? It's about the longer picture. It took my brother years to learn how to walk, not months like most babies, right? It took him years to be potty trained back in the day, right? It took him years to do things that takes other students days. So if we lose days, does that set us back by years? That's what's happening emotionally in our special needs community right now. So what do we do about this? What do we what do we do about this? We need to really acknowledge in our special education community. If you are a teacher, a therapist or an admin, please acknowledge the emotions, not just in the way of you're disappointed that school was shut down and services are being delivered virtually or that we're not quite up and running just yet. Not just about right now. Acknowledge that you understand how much work it took to get to where you were and how much work it's going to take back to get to get back to where we're going. OK, acknowledge that. I'm telling you right now, that's going to be huge. All right. That's going to help build trust and understanding. The other thing is, is that we need to start really prioritizing what needs to happen next in special education for your child or for your students. We need those top three priorities.
Now, if you just said, wait, <laughs> but my child's IEP has like 17 goals in it. Well, I hope not 17. That's a lot to be working on at once. Okay. But you know, my child's goals, my students goals, there's so many of them. How am I supposed to choose the top three? I didn't say three forever, three to get started. What are the top three things that if this school year was to continue to fall apart, all right, before it's even started, our school year is falling apart before it's even started, right? So if it was to continue to fall apart, what are the top three things that you could be focused on, whether you are in virtual learning or you're in in-person learning and some version of that, what are the top three things that if this school year, we got to the end of it and you said, you know what? It wasn't the greatest school year, but I can say with confidence that these three things were worked on and we have measurable progress in these three things. So if you can acknowledge the struggle and really start to communicate, not out of anger, not out of fear, just communicating so we're getting on the same page of what needs to happen next, and you can really prioritize three things for this school year, you will be able to move forward together as an IEP team, regardless of what the delivery of the education is. All right, those are the starting points. Acknowledge it and then pick three priorities so you can start to move forward so you don't feel like all is lost in all areas and that everything is still on hold. Remember, you guys can find me over at the Special Education Inner Circle at specialedinnercircle.com, and I hope to connect with you there. You can also get more information at masteriepcoach.com if you want to learn how to navigate this back-to-school season in a whole new way. I'd love to see you over at masteriepcoach.com. And again, I just want to give you encouragement that it we know it is not about just these past six months or these next 30 days going forward. It's about the big picture. It's about short-term and long-term success. And I promise you that if you start to acknowledge what is happening at a whole different level, without the anger and fear, and you start to prioritize of what needs to happen this school year by starting with just the first three things needs to happen, you will start to feel more in control of what's happening next versus everybody really taking away. That's what it feels like, taking away the resources that you worked so hard for. All right, guys, I hope to see you guys over at specialedinnercircle.com. I'll see you soon.